hope everyone's having a wonderful day. It's interesting. I, I hope it is. Um, so today I want to talk about how, how cruel people are. And again, it's a topic I've had for a while. Hey, TQ, welcome back. It's a topic that I've had for a while. And, um, you know, again, why are people just so, so mean? And if you can describe evil in one word, what would it be? What does evil look like? Because to me, evil comes in all shapes and forms. I mean, it can be tall, short, large, small. I mean, it can it can look like the devil with horns, if you be, believe that. You know, um, it can look like your next door neighbor. It can look like a member of your family. It can look like your boss. I mean, what does evil look, look like? You know, and, you know, why are people so so mean? Because it just seems like that when you turn on the TV, you turn on the news, you know, even though some people say, you know, don't watch the media, don't listen to the news, but the fact still stands is whether you're watching it or not, the world is still moving forward. And there's a lot of good in this world, but there's a lot of mean in this world too. There, there's a, a, a lot of bad. And that's why I want to talk about this. Why are people you know, um, so cruel. And then TQ says uh, equal equals 
live? Are you saying live? Or are you saying live? Um, you know, and Brina says evil can be anyone with bad intentions, different de 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 degrees, though, of course. Okay, so Brina, different degrees and anyone with bad intentions. But if you are that school bully who consistently picks on, hey, Shelby, welcome, who consistently picks on, you know, this one little meek, mild kid who's not bothering anyone, but he's weaker than you. Is that bully any worse than the serial killer or any worse than someone who molests kids? Because to me, um, evil is evil. Hey, uh, Grid, Grid is over on, on YouTube, welcome. Um, you know, evil is, is evil to me. And yes, there are different degrees, but is one worse than, than, than the other? So that's a question that, you know, I, I have. TQ, are you calling uh, <laughs> Brina a bully? Brina, are you a bully? You know, so, I mean, and when you say bad intentions, um, bad intentions of you're going to cheat on your, on, on your test, on your final, I mean, is that a bad intent? I mean, again, there are different de de degrees, but do you guys consider the school bully who is just downright mean and sometimes cruel because as bullies can, can be to someone who is a serial killer or someone who, who beats their, their, their kids or abuses their parents? So, you know, what do you all think? And I wanted to see if I can copy and paste here. Uh, da, da, da. Hold on. Okay, doesn't look like it wants to let me. Let me try something else here. Okay, I have something I want to share with you just in terms of cru cruelty, but my computer is not acting the way it should. All right, so I will keep going. Um, kids abusing their, their parents. Yeah, you haven't heard of uh, elder uh, abuse? You know, not just within nursing homes and stuff, but there are some kids who abuse their parents. Um. There's a TikTok video out with, um, and I don't want to get off, off topic, but there's a TikTok video with this little kid must be about eight years old beating up his, his grandmother and everyone in the house is just walking around like, oh, well, this is just another day, you know, you know, in the neighborhood. It was, you know, pretty bad. And, and GQ, you're right. They wouldn't survive my area if I even thought to, you know, beat up my, my parents. I would not be here right now. Great welcome over to Bodbay. You know, so, I don't know. You know, is there a level of, of cruelty? And again, I ask, do you guys think that 
Um, yes, seriously. Um, no home training, Brina says. Shelby says, I wouldn't either. If I looked at my mother the wrong way, it, it was over. Hello? And Brina says, I slammed the door once and got the door taken off the hinges. I wouldn't even think about raising my, my boys. You know, so again, do you think, uh, I'm still waiting for y'all to give me an answer here, somebody. Uh, do you think that a bully or child abuse is worse than a, than a serial killer in terms of, of evil? Take the door off. <laughs> oh, boy. So what do you all think? Is there a difference? Because I just think that the world, um, okay, TQ says is equal, but there's a level to, to the differences. Are you saying there's a level because you think a serial killer is worse? than someone who abuses their child or or the school bully? I mean, can that cruel school bully turn into that serial killer when they get older? Or are they like Jeffrey Dahmer? Um, you know, he's killing um he's 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 killing cats. You know, he's he's killing cats and and dogs and animals when he's you know 10, 11, 12, he turns into the serial killer. So does that level of cruelty, uh, let me see, you're, you're on a level one when you're, you know, killing and terrorizing the family pet, but then you go to a level five, you know, if you kill a person. I mean, I don't know. Shelby uh, says, I think. They have no conscience. And Brian says, TQ, I think I was like seven, but I'm sure he, he, he thought of it. <laughs> you know, so um, um, I'm bringing up street. I'm assuming you're talking about the uh, door. But does that school bully turn into or have the potential? I'm not saying that they, that they will have the potential to turn into that serial killer. Does that, you know, person who, you know, that, that, that babysitter who terrorized you when you were little, and I mean, you know, to terrorize you when you were little, when they were, um, when they were babysitting you, you know, do they get married and end up terrorizing their own kids or terror, or do they go home and they terrorize their, you know, nieces and nephews? Okay, TQ says, I hate to sound sensitive, but you're but if you're abused, you're still breathing versus a serial killer where you're just gone. No, I mean that's not insensitive at all. I mean, I'm 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 asking the, the questions and you're you know you're you're answering me. Um but I understand what you're saying with the serial killer, you you are gone. The, the person they have killed killed you, you are gone. But at the same time though, if you have been abused, you know, in a marriage or you've been abused, you know, at, um, as a child, does that turn you into that serial killer? So is that level of cruelty, you know, has that level of cruelty pushed you into a, a cruel level that 
you don't want to be? I mean, uh, <laughs> you terrorize the babysitter. <laughs> okay, and Shelby says yes because they expect their children to live up to their ex expectations. Okay, yes, it does. Okay, so let me ask this. Do you think cruelty is inherited? Do you think that if your grandfather was cruel, your father was cruel, that means you're, you're going to be cruel? Is it a generational thing? Is, is, is cruelty and meanness something that you can inherit? Do you think that that's just in your family gene? Okay, and then Brandon says, if you don't have any good in your life, as an example, it, it could. Okay, and Shelby says, I don't think that it's learned. Brandon says, I think some people are hardwired to be evil. Some people just don't know any better and they can change. Okay, Brandon, so I'm going to go back to a former show where we were talking about, where we were saying that siblings, if you grew up in the same house, why does one sibling turn out to be a bully child abuser, serial killer, or just plain mean. They're, 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 they're just mean. Whereas the other sibling turns out to be the nicest person, you know, um, just really, really nice. So how does that, that happen? You know, um, are some siblings mean because they feel that, you know, one sibling is getting an advantage over the other. Like, why do you have siblings that um, hurt, hurt, hurt each, each, each other? You have some siblings that literally cannot stand each other. They literally hate each other and they, they, they harm each other. You know, why is that one person just off? And then uh, Brina says, that's just how they are. But Brina, is it really, I mean, are you giving them an excuse to say that's just how, how they are? And TQ says they were re re reincarnated. TQ, I'm, you're laughing. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Because I do believe in reincarnation up to a point. But I do believe that that, that is possible. Um, Okay, TQ, then let, let me ask this. I'm going to throw a variable in there. I'm, I'm using one of Crazy's terms, <laughs> a, a variable. Uh, some people just think they don't stink. Yes. And Brina says, no, that's just their mental state. Okay. Um, so let me ask, ask this. If you receive a transplant, it was a heart. I'm just using the heart as an example. Do you think that you take on the traits of that person? If you receive a cornea tra a transplant, do you think that you're able, I mean, some, some people think, think this, do you think that you're able to see what the other person saw? Like, can you, do you think that you take on, on, on those traits? So if, if a serial killer died and you needed a heart transplant or a lung, whatever, uh, I'm just using the heart just for conversation say um do you think that you could take on the traits of that person do you think that's that's possible brina says no tq says no uh <laughs> 
Friends, does that sound like a great sci-fi episode? But no, I don't think you take on, on, on those traits. Okay, all right. Do you know that for sure? I I know I'm pushing that the envelope here, here, y'all. I know I'm pushing that the envelope. Um, okay, so it is possible. Okay, Shelby says she thinks it's possible. Brian says I'd be willing to try. I would love to see through someone else's eyes. But what if that person's eyes were just cruel? I mean, what if, I mean, what if you did get a cornea transplant and you were able to see what the previous person did and it was just all cruel? Um, do you think that in a way, and again, y'all, I know I sound like a sci-fi episode, like, like Rena just said, but I am pushing it here. Do you think that in a way, if you saw what that person did, um, in some way, you could start to do the same things a little bit, a tinksy bit. <laughs> I think you said, I'm blind, not naive, quote Stevie Wonder. <laughs> I think this is a show on Netflix. <laughs> oh boy. Okay, I take it back. I'm not willing to try. <laughs> I don't want to see nothing crazy. Okay, the teacher says, I just can't even remember the name. Oh, boy. <laughs> well, I haven't seen it. I don't know. I'm just I'm just asking questions. Hey, Feisty One, well, welcome back. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy, you are. Y'all are funny. So, I mean, you all really do not believe that it is possible to take on the trait, um, to take on the, to take on the, the, the trait of a, um, what do you call it? Um, serial killer. If you got their heart. <laughs> okay. So I, I come back to, let's talk about the world at, 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 at large. <laughs> Imagine that. Okay, so let's, let's look, look at the world at, at, at large. Why do you think some people are just so, so mean? Okay, and Shelby says you could take the traits of hate. I think that's possible. I do believe that you can. Hey, Ellie, welcome. Um, I do believe that it is possible to... take on the trace of hate if you have someone else's d d DNA. And if you have a transplant or something, I know I'm sounding crazy, y'all. I know I'm sounding crazy, but I'm, I'm telling you, I'm just, again, I'm just trying to figure out why some people are just so cruel, why they're born cruel, whatever. I think it's possible that, you know, evil is in someone's d DNA. And I do believe that that DNA, if you get a transplant or something, it can poss possibly be transferred. And Ellie, everyone is saying hello to you. Okay, born cruel. Wow. Okay, feisty one. Um, you don't think that that's that, that that's possible? You don't think that some people are just born mean? You know, and I'll go back to 
Jeffrey Dahmer. I mean, for someone to, for a child, for a child to torture animals or to kill animals at such a young age, you don't think they're born cruel? And then they get bold and they transfer that cruelty to humans. And then Grit says, your body parts don't define who, who you are. Okay. Um, so do you, so you don't think that is possible when people say, um, wait, hold on. So hold on if I see one. So that isn't mean. Okay. Are you saying that being born cruel isn't mean? And TQ is saying reincarnated that they are psychotic. So, okay, so to feisty and, and grit. So you don't think there's anything to the, 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 the saying when people say you were born with a black heart. You don't, you don't think that that's, you don't think that's possible. Ellie says that dark background can affect. And then uh, Grit says, no, I think it's a mental state of mind. Okay, Ellie says they might used to be a victim in childhood. Hey, hey, Mr. B, welcome back. Hey, Shelby. Hey, I think um, people can be born with a black heart um, only because um, it's more of babies that are not connected with their mother. Are you saying... You know, connected like with their mother, you know, you know, in the womb. Is that what you're saying? No, no. After they're born and, you know, some mothers, they have that um, like postpartum depression or they just don't connect with their babies. They can grow up and have a black heart because they didn't have that that comfort and that connection with their their mother. And it gives them a. a What's the word I'm looking for? Um, a, uh, it's not a black heart. It's called something else. Um, but it's got to do with them not connecting um, physically and emotionally with their mother. Okay, so then, then Shelby, then l- let me ask this. Let's say a child was born. Let's say, I don't want to say that the mother didn't want the child. Let's say the mother passed. Let's say the mother passed during childbirth, whatever. Mm -hmm. The father, who's a great father, raises this child. Is there a difference between connecting with dad as opposed to connecting with mom? There is a difference because the mother is the emotional support. The dad is more of a... I don't know if you want to call it disciplinary, but the dad is, it's different with dads than it is with a mother. So, okay. So are you saying that um, a child that was raised by their parent, I mean, by, by their father at birth, 
is more likely to stray or not really, not really stray. It's they call it something. There's a term for it when they don't connect with their their mother physically and emotionally. There's a, it's a I mean it's an actual psychological term. Okay. I mean it's and it, it causes children to uh be um um now I'll say other word um damaging and um uh like not really mentally ill but um more um like with it it causes them to have a black heart yes but um it it does cause them to want to do physical harm to people and animals and i mean just anything it causes them to want to do physical harm purposely to things but but shelby you have people who grew up or had childhoods that i mean no one's childhood is perfect you know but you had people who grew up and had decent childhoods and they turn out to be some really nasty people and you right. have people who who grew up and and did not you know didn't have have that mother didn't have 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 that father you know but and they grew up to be you know some of the nicest people so right I mean, I, I believe that, yes, um, like Shelby and, and Ellie are saying, you know, children need both parents and parents have an important contribution on, on, on children. I believe that 100%. But I also believe that if you are a child and your mother passed away um, and your father raised you and gave you all the love you know, and discipline or everything that a child needs, I believe that child will grow up just as well as if they had their mother. I mean, but that's just, I mean, that's just what I think. They, they probably could, yes. Um, I mean, I had, I had both sides, but both sides were cruel. Um, and then they divorced, but I still had, you know, I had lived with both parents at different times and both parents in their own way were damaging anyway to, to me. But I mean, that doesn't necessarily mean I was cruel to go out and, you know, commit murder or, you know, be a, a drama queen or you know I don't look for things to go my way if it's what I'm saying mm-hmm. um, but there are there are kids that blame you know say well my parents were you know done this and done that and they blame that on that and I you know, I don't think that that should be a reason, you know, why cr- they should, you know, that they are cruel to other things. So you're saying they I are think, using that me, as, I think that's as a an cop excuse. Out. Okay. okay. Right. I, I think okay. that's a cop out. Okay. 
But okay, so Grit says every one of us are, are, are unique. And Shelby, I'm not, again, trying to give you a therapy session or, or you know, like. Sometimes I know. Shows do turn into therapy <laughs> sessions. Okay, Feisty One says there are some outstanding dads out there. Yes, yes, there are. Um, Ellie says here is a scientific call that proves that proves. I'm a little lost on that one, Ellie. Okay, so Shelby, so you're saying that both of your parents, in some way, were abusive to you, right? Okay. But you're not, you did not turn out to be an abusive parent. No. Okay. So that's what, I guess that's what I'm, I'm asking then. Like, why are some people mean and cruel and abusive and others aren't? How is it that, you know, like I said, you can grow up in the same household. One sibling can be this way and the other sibling can be the complete opposite. So is, I guess I go back to the, to the D, to, to the D, DNA thing, is DNA in, inherited, does something just have to trigger it, and then you'll start going off, not when I say you, I mean you, you, you know, that a person will start, you know, go, going off. Um, I mean, why are some people, you know, why are some people just off? Now, I'm not going to say I didn't have triggers, you know, while my kids were growing up. You know, uh, that so I, when you say you know, those, that those I triggers, didn't want to. Okay, so were those triggers like they were fighting with each other, yelling, or? Um, it could have been fighting, um, um, doing things that they shouldn't have done. Um, I mean, it could have been a number of things. I can't remember just right offhand, you know, but um, there, there were things that my kids done that I just... And when my husband and I got together, I, he knew about my background and, okay. you know, we had already discussed, you know, this would be your area of, of expertise because if I do it, it's not going to go well. If that makes sense. Yes. Yes. it Yes, it does. So then going back to, my original question, if you don't want to answer this, you don't have to. I'm only at asking because you brought up your parents. Do you think your parents were mean, cruel, or and, or evil? Or do you think do you think there's a level of of like being mean is different from being cruel, being cruel is different from being evil? Yes, there's Cruise a difference. Both. Okay. All right. So do you think your My parents, parents are just mean? my parents were just they were just mean in general i think they just didn't know how to raise children but how were they with other people how were they outside were they nice to like oh the person oh my gosh they were like you know you know there's oh we're we're just you know good people you know they they had a a thought of facade there was a facade with them. Okay. All right. Now, Feisty says something missing in the development of the individual. And Ellie says, many years ago, a professor carried out a survey on serial killers and scanned their brain to see 
what kind of signals signals or chemicals are, are there. He came to the conclusion that serial killers have special patterns in their brains. And suddenly um, he's shocked by one results. He came to realize that his brain pattern is like, is like to them, but what had been prompted him to be a professor. He was raised in a decent and kind family, and that's why he didn't become a serial killer. Okay, so Ellie, you're saying that the professor saw that his brain patterns were the same as a serial killer. So, okay, you're saying that he came to realize uh, he had he was raised in a decent and kind family. That's why he didn't become a serial killer. Okay, okay, Ellie, I, I understand that. But again, I go back to when I said, um, when I said, why is it that if you are raised in a home that is, you know, really nice, you know, everyone is, you know, good, good parents, you know, um, you can still become that serial killer or not or your sister does and your brother doesn't i mean if 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 people say that environment has everything to do with well not everything but has some things to do with whether or not you're going to be cruel or something then again i just want to know if you're raised the same way getting the same treatment you know in the home. I don't know what's going on when you go to school or anything like that, but um, again, why does child A turn out to be Jeffrey Dahmer and child B turns out to be, you know, Sister Teresa? I think bullying has a lot to do with it too. You're saying bullying when they're younger. Yeah, when they're like, when, you know, school age, if they're bullied, especially in um, like grade school. And if it carries on to middle school. And then by the time they're in high school, that, you know, that's when mass shootings happen. You know, I think by then they're, they've got, the mentality, okay, you know, nobody's going to like me here. So, and, and then they get bullied and they automatically think, well, you know, what's, the, you know, and then it could be a, a whole different subject, you know, of, well, you know, I had this girlfriend and because we had a similar situation here where a young gentleman, he was a great uh, young man. He had everything, his, his a great family background. Um, and he killed himself over a girl. So, I mean, he wasn't bullied. It was the fact that this girl broke up with him. But she wasn't okay, but she wasn't being mean to him on purpose. Was no, she? he I mean, was he was not bullied at all. He was a popular kid. I mean, so I mean right, so so that's so that's what I'm saying. It's like why I mean, I, I guess what can be the trigger for some people and um 
uh, TQ says, cruelty and evil are the same to me. And Feisty says, cruel is different from, from me. Okay, so again, I think mean and, and cruel are the same things. I, I think that, you know, if, if you're being mean to someone, you're being cruel. Um, I think cruel is a harsher word, but I think it's, it's the same. Now, I think evil is a different level, but maybe not so much. Um, and I do believe that people are born with, with black hearts. I do believe that people are born mean. I, I do believe that, you know, and you see little traits of it in, in, in children when, when they're growing up, even when they're toddlers, when they're little. You know, you see them just, you know, they just do things that it's like, is this Damien from, you know, the Omen? Yeah, so, I was just going to say the same thing. So they can I mean, be you know, inherited. Yeah, so, you know, but Crucible, welcome. Uh, hi, Solid. Hi, everyone. Yeah, it seems like I, I feel can like. Can you hear me, Crucible? Yes, can you hear me? Hello. Hello. I okay, can hear I, I can hear hear you now. Okay, no, uh, I'm what I'm seeing. I'm sorry, guys. Podbean is like lagging, so um, I hope I don't crash. But Crucible, go ahead. Welcome. Hey, crazy. Welcome. Hey. Hey everyone. Yeah, um, it seems like whenever we have topics like this, I I, am, I end up sounding like a broken record because my first instinct is to invoke the invoke the participation and involvement of the parents. Now, I agree with you, Solid. I do believe genetics, genetics plays a large plays role. Large role, role. Am I getting feedback? Mm -hmm. Okay. No, hold on, I, I can hear my voice. Sorry. Um, I had to adjust my, my speaker. Go ahead. Yeah, I do think there's a genetic component to it. I do think people are born, for lack of a better word, bad. I don't know if I'd go all the way to dark hearts, but I do believe they are born with, with deeply disturbing characteristics. Uh, somebody just mentioned either in the chat or, or, or in the panel, um, you know, that um, we, um, something will trigger somebody. Well, what what is already resident inside you that needs to be triggered? We all have our triggers for certain behaviors and whatnot, but cruelty and meanness and evil would seem to be in a different category. And people who are used to being cruel and mean, and to me, that's just splitting hairs. It's the same word. If, if somebody went through some really serious mistreatment, and would you say, were they mean to you or were they cruel? You'd be like, what the hell is the difference? So people know when they're being mistreated. Pick whatever word you're comfortable with. But... There is something in all of us, and I know social media has contributed to some of it because it's a faceless society we have right now. Everybody can hide behind their screens. But when people can see a facial expression, not always, but a lot of the times, they can see when someone's feelings have been hurt. They can see when someone's in distress, and they react to that. As human beings, we all have something inside of us that, that causes us to respond to people in distress. Though some people may laugh. Some people make comfort, but we all have a reaction because we can visually and, and sometimes hear the response to the person who's being hurt, and we want to comfort them. We want to, most of us want to fix that. But people who have these genetic um, screwed up chromosomes or whatnot or, or environmentally been damaged by their parents, they don't have that same reaction. They don't respond the same way. So I think there's a lot of genetics involved parental involvement as well but kids know right from wrong they know when they've hurt somebody 
what they do after that is the, what determines meanness and cruelty. Okay, so where does evil come into it in terms of, um, and crazy, I'm doing your variables here. Um, where does evil come in? I mean, do you think that evil is just a, is a, 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 a you're level one, level two, and then evil is just, you're just off the charts? I mean, was, was, was Jeffrey Dahmer evil or was he cruel? I think was, the evil was, part, was, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, was John Wayne Gacy, was he evil or, or was he cruel? They were all of those things. And I think, again, I, I don't mean to split hairs, but I think the evil part comes in when you realize what you're doing and you're impervious to that person's reaction or that person's response. You yourself feel nothing. You either feel joy or pleasure um, or happiness over that person's you know, distressed situation, or you feel nothing. Normal people feel compassion and empathy and they wanna help. So I think the evil part comes in when you're mean and you're cruel, I guess a lot of people don't realize it. They should, but they don't, I'm not making excuses. But I think that in my world, in my opinion, the, the evil part comes in is when you are aware of what you've created or done and you have no human, humane, I should say, no humane, response to it. I think that's when you cross over into evil. So the school bully can be cruel. Correct. Absolutely. And the school bully can be evil. Yes, they can. Yes, they can. Like I said, I think it's when we know what we've done, there's one of two reactions. We want to fix it or we want to revel in it because we're proud of it and we like it. And that's where I think when people are proud or they're okay with, or they're even happy and they get gratification, whether it's sexual or psychological or whatever Gacy got or whatever Dahmer got, that's their, that's their payoff. Um, normal people don't react that way. So I think you can be mean and cruel, but once you realize what you've done, that's when it's time to pull back and change course. Evil people aren't capable or aren't willing to do that. Okay. All right. Empower Girl, a formal welcome to you. Welcome. Um, so Shelby, what do you think or anybody else? I mean, do you agree? And TQ, thank you very much for, for, for the gift. Very much, very much appreciate it. And everyone, thank you so much for the likes. Hell, thank you for showing up. <laughs> so Shelby, um, uh, you want to re respond to what Crucible's saying? I, I, well, I agree to an extent. Um, when he was talking about the person that said triggers, yes, I'm the one that was talking about triggers. Yes, you can have triggers of your past. And that can, you know, in my situation, when my children done whatever it was that they had done, that threw me, you know, back to my past that made me think, oh, well, this is what my parents done. So this is what I think I should do. But then I was, then I would also think, but I don't want to take that route because then that would hurt my children and then it would hurt me. If that makes sense. Okay. <laughs> I don't, I did not so, want so, to be the abusive parent. Okay. All right. So let me go back to 
one of my original questions. Do you think that we're, from what you know of history, you know, way back in King Arthur's time when, you know, wars and stuff like that up to the present, do you think that people are crueler today than they were 100 years ago, 200 years ago, 300 years ago? Um, what do you all think? Well, I mean, you know, that, that's hard to say. Um, back then, in those times, they could have been crueler. Because, you know, they just beheaded people just to be beheading people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, you know but now, at the same time, well, um, I'm going to read what Ellie says. Um, we all have demons inside ourselves. We don't need to slay them. We need to be aware and try to disarm them. That's that's interesting. Brina says uh, that's emotional intelligence is gone. Uh, Brina says exactly. So, okay, so Shelby, people were beheaded back then, but what's the difference between, you know, going up to someone and knocking them in the head because you think they had COVID or just, you know, what's going on in New York on these subways where people are just just hitting people just to, to hit them. I mean, you're not chopping off somebody's head, but you know, you're just going out and just screwing with people and messing with people just to mess with them. That's where they're, um, they had some kind of mental issue. They had to have had. Okay, and Ellie says meditation works to dominate uh, over uh, our demons. It's called loving kindness. Ellie, I understand where you're going with that, but I think some people, the meditation, it is. I don't think Dahmer would have been. <laughs> I don't think meditation would would have helped him. You know, so uh, Crucible, I know you want to say something. Yeah, I agree with Shelby. You know, back in the day, King Arthur in that time, there was there were definitely more barbaric practices as it as it relates to criminal justice and things like that. I, I don't disagree with that, but I think there was a general sense of decorum and civility and and gentility with people's manners the way they spoke to each other, the level of respect. And I'm not going to get on the social media thing, but I do think the internet has very much impersonalized our lives. I'm not even talking about social media. I'm just talking about the general arm's length relationship we have with society now because of technology. I'm not condemning technology. I'm not a Luddite. Um, I applaud it, but it, you have to acknowledge where it has interceded in ways that are not positive. So I just think overall development of society, like you say, when you see these videos on TV of somebody cold clocking somebody in the subway or pushing them in front of a train, yes, mental health is, is, a, is a major factor, but I don't know that people are necessarily, and they, they might be, I don't have the statistics in front of me, but my guess would be, if I had to guess, people might have more mental illness today than they did back in the day. It's not to say it didn't exist. We probably didn't diagnose it very well, but I don't remember reading about 
the acting out of violent behavior as a result of some of these mental illnesses. So I don't have the, 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 the actual answer, but I do think today people do have more license or liberty to feel as if if they don't like somebody or they don't um, agree with them, that not only is it okay to disagree, it's okay to accost them or assault them and remind them that they're not on the right side. or that. So that is where we seem to have crossed the line. There's not no longer a live and let live element in society. It's I'm going to dictate to you my way and my values. And I don't know that that really existed so much back in, in the King Arthur days. Okay, so then, okay, so is that giving someone a pass though? I mean, yes, I do believe that social media has a lot to do with the behavior now. And, but I don't think that, you know, people want to say, oh, uh, mental illness, mental illness. I'm sorry. I don't believe that all these people who are cold cocking folks, whatever, that they're mentally ill. I think some people are just downright mean. I mean, I, I mean, you. you know, I mean, it's like, you know, people want to say, well, well, the, men, the mentally ill, the mentally ill. Do I believe that there are mentally ill people? Absolutely. Do I believe that they are running around doing things to people that they shouldn't? Absolutely. But I also believe that there's a lot of sane people running around doing doing things, things like that, too. So should we say then people who were cutting off pe- people's heads and, you know, having them walk the plank or whatever? Um, that they were meant, you know, and, and, you know, I mean, do people today have an excuse and they hide behind mental illness because they're, they're cruel, but people, you know, back in the day with King Arthur and some of these other people. I can hear you. Can you hear me? I can hear you. I'm telling you, all of a sudden, Podbean just totally sh- shut me down. And then I got a, a message saying, you are still still live. I'm like, well, I don't see anything. I don't hear anybody. <laughs> I had to sign back in. I, I, I apologize. I was on a roll there. And thank you guys for passing on the, on the thing. <laughs> Did you forget to know my podcast? <laughs> for the year. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Is every can everybody hear me? I can. Okay. Yep. 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 Okay. And Crucible wants to come back up, so I will let you back up. And there we go. Okay, Crucible, you there? Yeah, I am here. <laughs> okay. Tell oh, me, boy. All right. Yeah, I was going to say something, but I was waiting on you to finish, so I don't know what you were going to say. Well, no, I mean, I was just going to say, are we giving people a pass? Are we giving them, are we giving people today a pass in using mental illness? Whereas when you look at all the crap that people did that was cruel to people, you know, way back, way back when, or even 100 years ago, even 50 years ago, that we're not giving those people a pass, but we're giving, but we're using mental illness as a pass for someone being cruel. Yes. Um, There's a lot. It seems like that mental illness is being the pass now. Um, Yeah, it is. So why do you think that that is? Do you think that society has just evolved or that, you know, 
um, because we see more people doing things that are mean and nasty that we're just associating it with 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 cruel with with being cruel and with cruelty. Could be both. Okay. I mean, there's, there's, I mean, there's not really an answer to that that question because the simple fact, you know, Joe Blow could be going out there and shooting people up, and Mister Jackson could be, you know, just you know, committing murders of the people that he knows. Mm-hmm. You know, and you know, Mr. Joe is just killing people just to be killing them. You know, but Mr. Jackson, when he's killing the people that he knows, he has a distinct reason as to why he's killing. You know, so it's a it's like a catch twenty two in that situation because of the simple fact they both could be mentally ill, yes but they both could not be mentally ill. Okay. so But then they're going to say that they're mentally ill. Okay. So then let me ask this. Uh, first, I'm going to read what Brian says. I don't think there's as much mental illness as people speak about. I think people are just soft and want attention. That's interesting. And there's a lot of people on social media that do things just for likes. A- absolutely. Absolutely. So, okay. So do you think that, people like again i come back to the sibling thing do you guys and i've talked about these people before you all know who um who who steven stainer was steven stainer and his brother um uh uh carrie stainer and steven was abducted when he was seven um, from a working class home, he, uh, was returned or, you know, he, his abductor abducted another little boy. I think when he was like 14 or 15 and he took, and he didn't want the same thing to happen to this little boy. So he, he went to a a, a police station and that's how they, they found him, whatever. Um, but his brother supposedly between the, the time that that his little brother was gone. His parents were just so into, oh, where's Steven, where's Steven, where's Steven? They didn't really pay much attention to him. Now, Carrie Stainer grows up to be a serial killer. Is that something that was because of his childhood, because, you know, the the trigger was his, his brother being abducted? And the sad part about this story is his parents had two sons Steven Stainer ended up dying, I think when he was like 22, 23 in a motorcycle um, um, accident. He, he, he married and had, had kids. And Carrie Stainer, um, he ended up, you know, being caught. And now he's in jail, I do believe, you know, um, for the rest of his, his life for, you know, killing people. So to Shelby or Crucible, since you guys are here on the panel and the people who are in the chat, Again, is that a product of your environment? Did the one brother turn into a serial killer because of what was going on with his younger brother and the way his parents treated him? 
Yeah, I, I'll, I'll jump in there. I mean, I think in that particular case, that's a complicated one. I am familiar with that case. Um, and I think you have to attribute it to the horrific experience that he must have gone through. I don't believe he had these issues before he was abducted. I have, I have no idea, but I'm guessing all of that that came after was a byproduct of his. No, his, no, no, his, no, 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 no. Stephen was not the adopted person was Stephen. Stephen was not the one who was the serial killer. He went on and got married and he ended up dying in a, in a motorcycle accident. Carrie oh, Stanner, right. his brother, was the one who became the serial killer. Yeah, I don't think, I think in a lot of cases, I agree with you, Solid. We tend to use mental illness as a more of a blanket explanation for things these days. And I think there's some merit to that. I do think mental illness is on the increase, particularly undiagnosed mental illness. But if I were to, to point the finger at what's changed in the last 50 years, and I'm going back to the time when I was a child and we didn't have, we had bullies, we had mean people, but we didn't have it the way we have it today. And I, I'm going to go back to the family, not necessarily the parents by themselves, but the family unit. I believe it's more a, a question of uh, an issue of dysfunction today as opposed to mental illness. And what I mean by that is if you look at the out of wedlock rates and you look at the divorce rates, divorce rates are north of 50%. So we've got a pre pre predominant population of children growing up in single parent households. Every study I've ever read for the last 30 years says overwhelmingly, and it's not even close. I mean, it's not even close. Kids turn out far better, far better, far well adjusted mentally, physically, psychologically when they grew up in a stable two parent household. That disappeared about around the 1970s or so. It became much easier to get divorced. It became much easier for mothers to take their children. So now you've removed the stability from the house and that's when children act out. They're not getting attention. They're growing. They're going through critical development stages in their lives through puberty, um, all kinds of different things that they're trying to discover themselves. And without a rock or two rocks in your house to go to, you're not going to figure that stuff out. Can it lead to mental illness at some point? Of course it can. But I believe first and foremost, we need to look at the family structure and the dysfunction that the divorce rate and out of wedlock rate has created. And there's your first clue, I think, as to why we have the society we have today. It's too easy to hide behind mental illness. I think it's much broader than that. Okay. Now, Feisty one says he was already pre predisposed based, based on on genetics. But Feisty One, can you say that if you're growing up in this home and everything's fine until all of a sudden something happens that changes your entire family di dynamic, like an abduction of a child or of a sibling. So when you say predisposed based on genetics, are you saying that the Stainer parents had something in their genes that caused the older one to do what he did, you know, and, you know, in, in terms of, um, let's see, uh, see, Brittany says completely agree. Kids need both parents or at least have them get along if they are divorced. Uh, Hey, crazy lady. Welcome. Uh, crazy lady says accountability. It comes down to uh, accountability. Okay. So accountability for, the parent, so does it matter if the parents married? You know, because you can still live in a, you can have both both parents. 
and you can live in a dysfunctional home and you can still turn out kids that are crazy. You can live in a dysfunctional home and still turn out um, kids that are well adjusted. And even if they're not, they do just uh, uh, j- just fine. Feisty says, many serial killers come from good homes. There could be a chromosome thing that is missing. And, and Feisty, you know, you do point out, you, you do make a good point because when you look at where a lot of these serial killers are coming from, they're not coming from, you know, these one parent homes, whatever. You know, you look at these mass shooters and stuff, you know, whether they're teenagers or whether they're adults, whatever, these are people who did come from good, good homes. You know, so... You know, I do believe that kids do need both both parents, but I'm not going to say that just because someone is a single parent that their child is going to turn out to be the serial killer because I don't think that's that's that, that that's true. Um, st- statistics may s- bear otherwise. I don't think that because then you start to label people. Um, but you know, again, I say. One person can come from this great home and they were living in this mansion and they have servants and and a a driver who's taking their 10 year old to to school every day. And that 10 year old turns out to be a monster. Whereas over here, this single, you know, this person who grew up with a single parent who's, you know, mom or dad struggles, whatever, and they turn out to be one of the nicest people. Crazy lady says both my kids uh, are from single parent homes and both of them turned out better than I I did. Okay, um, not all mean kids kings not all mean kids turn out to be serial killers. No, they don't. And and we said that from the be, be, beginning. No, n- no, they they don't. Crazy saying, thank God. Pisces one says if that is true, we are in big trouble given the the divorce rate. I uh, agree with that. You know, so, I mean, there are so many different dynamics. And again, I'm using crazy trains word, so many different variables um, that could make a person turn out cruel. And from me being on the outside, look, looking in, and I'm, and I say that meaning when I, you know, watch the news or just hear about some of the things that are going, going on. Um, there's a lot of people out there who are doing some really messed up things that came from some, some good homes. I mean, I, I look at the, the, the Shanquella Robinson case, you know, how do friends, supposedly your friends all go down someplace and they kill you? I mean, is that something that, you know, for you to, from, for you to plot something? If you're plotting a murder, does that mean you came from a bad home? I mean, look look at the Menendez brothers. I mean, they came from a well-off, well-to-do home, got everything they, they wanted. Supposedly their you know father was an abusive person, but they killed their parents. So, I don't know. Shelby? Um, I agree. Um, but I do look at it, it's, you know, the simple fact, you know, like I said, my parents divorced, they were both cruel. So it doesn't, um, necessarily mean 
that my sister and I were cruel. We were cruel to each other, <laughs> but we weren't cruel to other people. Okay, when you, you know, say cruel to each other, do you mean just your regular childhood stuff, or you all were cruel to each other? Well, let me take that back. She was cruel to me. Okay. Um, she 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 would literally pull my hair out by the roots. Um, she would she would beat up on me. I mean, I I was a weak little thing, you know. I mean, but she, it's she's not like that now, you know. She. she she would get in fights in school, you know, but she's not like that now. She didn't, she didn't, she grew up, I guess you could say, you know, so I think a lot of it has to be, you know, in certain cases, you know, whether that person grew up and, you know, faced the music and, and, you know, like teenage years of the stuff that they pull, but, you know, like the like you said, the Menendez brothers. I it it's no excuse when they come from wealthy homes. But is it okay? But okay, you're saying it's no excuse they come from wealthy homes. But is it an excuse if they don't come from 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 wealthy homes? Because I think then you're you're stereotyping people who don't come from from wealth, wealthy homes, or you're stereotyping people who come from a, a single parent home. Well, then you've got to look at the home life. But like you said, you know, it, it, you know, the one parent was abusive, but then it goes back to like what I was saying. Both my parents were abusive and cruel. That it, there's no right answer to that. Okay. Okay. So, okay. So then l- let me ask, ask you, you guys this and uh, going back to Shanquella robinson uh crazy lady says um maybe they they stopped they, they snapped no plotting is called re- revenge um so i cannot imagine disliking a so-called friend so much that i would plot their murder you know um and as the days go on and more things come out about this story you know, just how, you know, you're going to sit there and go home and tell my parents a complete lie. Um, you stayed with my daughter's body for eight hours before you call the, 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 the paramedics or whatever they have down, down, down in Mexico, you know, whatever. Um, does that mean that your home life was that bad that you can do something to someone? You haven't heard the story of Shanquilla uh, Robinson because it has not, it's not a story that's been picked up largely by the mainstream media. Um, it's, but it's, it's, it's very, this is, is very big on a lot, depending upon where you are listening to it. And basically um, this young lady, 25 years old, very successful businesswoman, um, paid for her so-called friends to go down to, to Cabo, pay $1,300 a night for them to, to stay, whatever. And um, basically they beat her to death, told her, her mother and father that she had um, alcohol poisoning. And when her father went to pick her up, 
they, he saw all the bruises on her face. And then when they did the autopsy, um, they showed that she had a, a, what, a broken neck and her spine had been severed. Um, and all of a sudden, all these people who were saying, who were coming by at the house saying, I'm so sorry, they all disappeared. And now the FBI has the case. And um, yeah, so, I mean, so um, uh, it was a video that was on on uh, uh, TV. Um, and yes, there was a video of them jump, of them leaking, you know, um, jumping her is, it's extremely disturbing. So are these people, is this a, a DNA thing? Is this because they grew up in, in bad homes? Or is it the fact that you were just cruel and, or is that just evil? I mean, that you're going to have this person who, from what everybody said, even what they said, you know, that every time they went somewhere, did every, she was always the one paying. She was always doing this. But, we know, but and they're still trying to figure out, you know, because they said that they hated her. Why did they hate her so much? So, again, is that just being mean or is that evil? And that's why I say I do believe mean and cruel are the same thing. But then it takes it up to a different level of, of being evil. I mean, are people born? I mean, I, I do believe that people are, are, are born, born bad. And for whatever reason, something can make you whatever. But you plot for someone. I mean, Shelby, Crucible, somebody. And, and, and envious. Yes, feisty one, you're, you're envious. But are you envious and jealous that much that you want to kill someone? I mean, if you're that envious of someone, then don't go around them. Don't, you know, don't hang out with them. That's what I was fixing to say. I mean, why did they go? This is what I'm saying, because if, if I don't like someone, I don't want to have anything to, 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 to do with you, period. I don't care right. if, if you are paying, whatever, because the bottom line is, is just a trip is going to be over in a, in a couple of days. And you're going to be home and it's going to be back to normal. So why, you know, so Crucible? Yeah, this is one of those things. I think we as a society, we lose sight of the fact we always want to go to the external factors. We want to go to social media. We want to go to schools. We want to go to the internet. We want to go to all these external places to point the finger. What people need to remember is parents, and I don't care if it's one or two, ideally it's two, they have a unique window. It's called from the time the child is born until the time the child goes to kindergarten, which is usually five or six. You've got a five or six year exclusive window where that child only hears your voice and your wisdom and your guidance and your values. So if you teach and you reinforce early on how to teach, where do children, where does anybody learn compassion, empathy, decency? Where do they learn that or not learn it? They learn it in the home by example. So it goes back to not only reinforcing these values at a very early age, how to treat people, calling your kids when they say something mean to another child, addressing it right on the spot so they, they, they relate and they link the behavior to the admonishment. So there's a causal uh, relationship between I did this and my parents reprimanded me. That sticks in kids. There's a condition and response type thing that psychologists will tell you about. So until we get, unless we want to continue down the mental health path, I do agree with solid 
There's a genetic component here that people do have bad chromosomes. They are bad, born bad, if that's the right word. But we overlook the role of the parents. They have the unique ability to, to shape that child's value system. This is what's acceptable and this is what's not. And when you do something unacceptable, there will be consequences. And then when they get out into the world, they're taking your manifesto with them. They're not allowing the world to create it for them. Right. I, I agree with that up up to a point, because, again, I had this conversation with someone who I always said, you're trying to create this perfect child. Your child, you can tell your child whatever you want. You can give them all the guidance or whatever you want to. When they start going out into the world, when they start going to kindergarten and they're playing with that little boy or little girl who's not so nice and they think it's funny that oh, well, you know, everybody's laughing when, you know, so-and-so is, is, is kicking so-and-so or, or, you know, whatever, you know, they, they may start to, to, to do that. And when, and I understand what you're saying about, you know, giving kids guidance and everything, but, you know, you, you can, and, and, and I, and, and, and I say this to say, you can say that all you want to, but the fact still stands is that is not going to guarantee that your child is not going to turn out to be a monster. And at the same time, if your child is not getting all, all of that love, attention, discipline, whatever, it does not mean that your child is, is not going, it is going to turn out to be a, um, a, a monster. You know, um, yes, family life has a lot to do with it, but if you are going and you're hanging out with the wrong crowd and because when your kid is at, at uh, school and this is this is what what bugs me with the whole mother in, mother in the household thing because when your kid goes goes to school it doesn't matter if your mom is working if she's here there whatever because you are in school eight hours a day so it doesn't matter when you when your kids go to school they are not around you they are around other kids you don't know what those kids habits are you don't know what they're saying what they're doing your kid is not coming home telling you everything i guarantee you they're not you would like to think that they are but they're not um so your kid is picking up habits and doing things that you told them don't do but they may be doing it because they think it's it's fun you know the 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 parent who doesn't let their child their, their daughter wear 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 makeup or certain clothes that daughter is you know watching her face before she she, she comes home when she gets to school she's in the, the bathroom putting on makeup you know so um once again i come down to some people i think are just mean you know and for you to again go plot someone's murder they're already saying that some of these some of these um, uh, friends and the home life that they grew grew up in they grew up in good homes. They had mother and father in the home, but now your child went and plotted someone's murder. How does that happen? There's really no telling. <laughs> and Cabrina says, classmate influence is big i've had to undo some learned behavior yes you do have to undo some um some behavior and crew crucible says it's it's a pretty good good hedge uh, against it i'm not saying that it's not but i'm just saying that you know 
to to think. I think it's naive to think that if I do this, this, and this, and this, my child's going to turn out to be this way. And it's not. And we've all been been kids. We've all gone to school, whatever. We've all gone through our growing angst and pains and stuff and did things that our parents said that we shouldn't do, whatever. Um, we've seen the, the, the kids who act who 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 act out you know we may know some of them now who grew up and they're you're looking at them like did you know that so-and-so is now you know whatever i mean come on you know again i don't care how much you tell your child this this, and this does not mean that they're not going to grow up to be a cruel evil mean person a lot of it when you're younger is peer pressure it is it is and peer pressure can be a lot Peer mm-hmm. pressure for some kids, I don't care how much you tell them, don't do this, don't do. Peer pressure can be a lot. And depending upon who's doing the the pressing, I mean, it, it can be like serious. I mean, serious. Mm-hmm. And from what we've seen of social media and all the bullying that goes on, it's like some of these kids, I, I, I feel sorry for them. And, and I say to myself, even now I say, why don't they homeschool their, their kids? Why don't they homeschool their kids? And I understand that everybody can't, can't, can't do that. I understand that everybody cannot stay home, whatever, you know, but I, you know, but it seems like that just the peer pressure alone, I don't care if you did tell your kid, you know, don't, don't smoke weed. But if they got that peer pressure constantly, oh come on, come on, oh you're, oh you, you're just a wuss, oh you're this, this, this. For some kids, you know, that's that's a lot. Next thing you know, your 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 kid is smoking weed. All right. So I don't know, but that's all I got, y'all. So Crucible, you want to say anything before we sign off? Yeah, I think um. Feisty one, you make make a good point. Peer pressure at a certain age is greater than the pressure you're getting or the influence you're getting from your parents. Now, the influence you got from your parents early on will will safeguard against some of that peer pressure because if you taught them right and you put the right building blocks in place or the right blueprint, you yeah, they're going to stray. They don't, no, no kid is perfect. And no matter how much of a good roadmap you give them, they're going to screw up. But if you're talking to them on a regular basis, and this is where I think the two-parent household comes in, how was school today? When you talk to your children, they will tell you things inadvertently that you might not have been looking to know, but through the course of that conversation, they will reveal things to you that you'll go, well, wait a minute. And then you'll start talking. You'll say, well, wait, you said what to Billy? You can't, you know, so when you talk to your children on a regular basis, you get a sense of where their character is because they share their daily experiences with you and you can tell from what they're telling you how they're behaving. So you got to, you got to pay attention. But I, I think that, um, all those influences come in to come into play. But if early on, and I'm not, certainly not going to try to equate training a, a pet with raising a child. So please bear with me, people. But it's like when you're raising, you're trying to, to, to house broke a house break a pet or train a pet to do something. When they do it right, you reward them, and when they don't do it right, there are consequences. You they they immediately know based on your reaction, depending on what they did, good or bad, what they should do going forward. And there's no different when we're raising our children. We we have to have consequences, immediate consequences, to show them there's a causal relationship between our behavior and outcomes. And if we don't start that early. It's like trying to put the toothpaste back in the tube. It just gets messy. 
I and again, I agree with that to a certain to a certain extent. Um, See, so bring a sense. When I used to read books to my son at night, he would try to delay bedtime by telling me stories about his day <laughs> and laughing. I had a lot of good information, and I'm not saying that your kids will. I I'm not saying that your kids will not talk to you. I'm just saying that do not think that just because you have this good 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 relation in quotes good relation with your children that they're not off doing something else, you know? Um, and once again, peer pressure is a lot. And when kids go to high school, if kids go to college and they're, you know, away from home, they're partying, you know, whatever, um, your kid is doing all, all kinds of things. If your kid, you know, is in high school, goes on and they, you know, and, and they're working, and they're going out after you know after work with with the guys or the girls or both whatever you don't know what what your kids are doing they move away from home they get their own apartment they move in with somebody else whatever you don't know what your kids are are, are doing unless they tell you or unless for whatever reason you happen to, to stumble upon it and, and find out you know whatever but i just know that there's no you can talk to your kids as much as you want, whatever, but that perfect kid does not exist. And there is a possibility that that child that you raise will turn out to be a serial killer, will turn out to be someone who plots someone's murder, will turn out to be that school bully, or they could turn out to be the, one of the nicest people ever. Shelby? I agree on that. Um, to expand a little bit um, about the uh, peer pressure thing. Um, my youngest is a victim of that. Um, but in her case, <laughs> she wouldn't tell me right off. She would tell on herself later on. Um, she was a bad kid at school. Um, she, <laughs> she was not innocent by no means. But now she, you know, she's a pillar in her society. She, you know, she does a lot of good things to for people and you know she has a good job she has a career you know she's in college you know she's she's done so in her wild oats to say but she she was one that towed off on herself later on but um to say that you know she would be a bad seed i wouldn't think so um but they do they you know you can sit there and tell them to your blue in the face this is how you should live this is how you should do things and and this is how you know right from wrong and as the bible says you you know you can raise a child up the way he should go but that doesn't necessarily mean that they're gonna you know they shall not depart from it is what it says but you know i have one in that certain case he was raised up in church and he's, you know, he doesn't do what you would think he would do. So, you know, it's, it's just all in how peer pressure is and not necessarily how you're raised, but it's learned behavior. And you can have two sets of parents that are married and a set of parents that are divorced with a child that's involved and whatever uh is learned from one parent uh 
is how that that child is going to act. So, but that's another show. <laughs> okay. No, I mean, I mean, everyone has made some some valid points. So, I guess it all comes down to what what you think on an individual basis. But yeah. So guys, again, that's all I've got. Thank you for being patient, waiting for me to come back. I have some editing to do. Um, so I am going to leave you guys with, um, you guys really like that song, Hello April. A lot of people were saying that. Um, what do you all have a sound? What, 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 what do you all have a what do you all want to, let's see. Uh, da, da, da. Okay, I'm going to uh, leave you guys with, with this. And Crucible and Shelby, thanks for popping up on the panel. And uh, Feisty and who else was that? Feisty and I'll, sorry, I don't have my, my, my original chat. I forgot who else sent me a, a gift, but thank you very much. Um, okay, Shelby wants to hear, hear jazz. Crucible's jazz. Okay, everybody's like, jazz. Oh, y'all don't want to hear gospel. Uh, thank you, Brina. Thank you, Brina. Uh, da, da, da. Okay, so y'all want to hear some jazz. Have you guys heard this one? I didn't. Up, upload any new, new new songs from last night, so I may be playing something again.
guys uh that's it and again thank you guys for coming and power girl you know <laughs> i appreciate you just being able to listen wherever you are so guys enjoy your day or weekend wherever you are in day or evening i'm sorry wherever you are in the world and um i hope to see you tomorrow and go where the wind takes you bye